Hi, I'm David. And I'm Aaron. And this is the Travel Bros. Before we start off this episode, we have an important message. Our sponsor for today is Podscribe. Podscribe makes it super easy to transcribe any of your podcast episodes. So if you want to have your podcast transcribed, Aaron and I would highly recommend you using Podscribe. Aaron and I will get an episode, an email of our whole episode transcript within just 30 minutes of uploading, and it's amazing. Podscribe can also embed the transcript onto your website. So if you have a podcast or you'd like to start one, we would highly encourage you to use Podscribe. This is very important. If you say that you came from the Travel Bros and sign on for one year, you'll receive your entire backlog transcribed. So do not miss out on this opportunity. Say you came from the Travel Bros and it'll save you a lot of money. You can check out Podscribe's website simply by going to podscribe.ai. So thank you so much, Podscribe, for helping us with our transcript. So we're going to start off with our episode about Spain today because as you know, we are doing different countries in Europe. So today's episode will be all about Spain. Um, so Spain is a gorgeous place that I would love to go to one day, and I'm sure you do too. However, if you don't already know this, the Spanish in Spain is actually slightly different than how it's spoken in Mexico or Latin America. Now, it's still the same language. So people will be able to understand you and you'll be able to understand them. So no worries if you know Spanish or if you're just going there. However, their accent in Spain is actually not the only thing that's different about their Spanish. Some words in Spain are actually not used and not used anywhere else in the world. That is actually the reason why I would personally, again, my opinion, not recommend learning Spain Spanish because it is way less practical in almost anywhere, any other type of Spanish besides, I guess, if you're in like the bordering countries of Spain. And it's way more useless than Mexican Spanish or Latin American Spanish Again, in my opinion, and especially if you live in the U.S., Aaron, would you rather learn Spain Spanish or Latin American Mexican Spanish? I speak Mexican Spanish, and it's, I think it's a million times better because if you use some of the words they use in Spain, anywhere else, people will look at you like you're crazy, whether that's here in Texas, Mexico, or Latin America. Mm -hmm. Well, David, if I really had to choose, considering the fact that I know Spanish as well, and we both, the form of Spanish that we commonly know is Mexican Spanish, especially because we live in Texas. That's the most common Spanish here because we live right next to the border. But if I had to choose not knowing either or not knowing either one at all, then I would probably definitely actually choose, not even considering, I would choose Mexican slash Latin American Spanish because you're right. It is a lot more practical in North America, South America, and Central America. The fact that you have to learn a few extra words just to get around in Spain is a little ridiculous in my opinion. For example, you know, we say y'all in Texas. Nobody else in the U.S. says y'all other than people in Texas or other southern states. And so that's kind of similar. It's a little different, but it's kind of a similar analogy of how it is in Spain where, you know, they say y'all in Spain Spanish is vosotros, and so there's no such thing as vosotros in Mexico. Like they don't say that in Mexico, Latin America. And so it's just a lot different. But yeah, I would choose Mexican Spanish. Which one would you choose? Yeah, I, I actually find that interesting. Definitely Mexican Spanish. But also something that 
uh, like that I kind of disagree with you. I, I mean, I agree with you, but it's interesting is if you were to say y'all, you're right. Texas and South is the only place that says y'all. But if I were to go to the North where they never say that and say y'all, I mean, obviously they'll be like, oh, wow, that's interesting that he said y'all, but they wouldn't really care. They'd just be like, oh, hey, how are you doing? Like, it's no big deal. Like they hear it all the time. But if you say like vosotros in like Mexico, they'll, they'll look at you like you're crazy. Like they'll like, I, they'll just, some people maybe won't even be able to understand you. Like we learned that in school, but if I didn't learn that in school, I wouldn't have known that that word was even a thing because no one says it anytime. Um, and that's just kind of weird. So I yeah, I completely agree, David. Yeah, I would definitely learn Mexican Spanish. Um, the first place we are going to talk about in Spain is Barcelona. So Barcelona is a beautiful coastal city in Spain with so many things to do. Now, the style of some of the buildings in Barcelona are very unique, and I personally love the way it looks. Um, one of the only major cities where weed is legal actually is Barcelona, and a lot of times Barcelona is actually referred to as the Holland of the South. Um, another really interesting thing about Barcelona is that it is the most visited place in all of Spain. And if you remember back to our France podcast, if you haven't listened to it, please, please check it out because we loved it. The original plan of the Eiffel Tower was actually to be in Barcelona. Barcelona rejected it because they called the plan radical because it didn't fit their architecture. Again, that goes back to what I said about their architecture. It's beautiful. Not that the Eiffel Tower isn't. I love the Eiffel Tower. It looks really pretty. Um, Another fact that Aaron will love, and I love this fact also, is it is actually the sixth busiest cruise port in the world and the biggest in Europe. You also have to be sure to check out their gorgeous beaches. I don't know this for a fact, but I would assume that the Miami beaches are bigger and maybe the Singapore. What fact stands out most to you, Aaron? Well, David, the fact that stands out most to me is having marijuana legal. And I think that's really interesting in a big city because generally marijuana isn't legal in big cities, but there are a few exceptions. For example, you know, we both know in Amsterdam, a lot of a main reason that Americans used to go to Amsterdam, and we've talked about this in one of our previous episodes, is because how of how marijuana is legalized there. But since Colorado has gotten their own marijuana supply, people just go there instead. And so there's not really a point of them going all of the way to Europe just to get some weed if they can get it right across the states or right next to it, depending on where you live. But yeah, I think that's really, really interesting because generally speaking, people don't have weed in large cities just for a lie, just because it's a liability issue in, in the sense that if you get in a car crash while after smoking weed, then it's a lot more severe than if you just smoked a cigarette and got in a car crash. Because if you smoked a cigarette, it's, it's a different thing. But if you smoked a cigarette while you and you get in a car crash, it's not considered a DUI because cigarettes don't make you high or intoxicated or anything like that. But if you smoke weed and then you get into a car crash, it is considered a DUI because you are technically considered high and under the influence of a narcotic Wait, and something Aaron, like that. I just want to make sure I heard you right. Whether you drive, drive high or drunk, that's both considered a DUI. Right. 
Yeah. So what did you say wasn't? I'm sorry. I didn't quite. If you smoke cigarettes, because if you're smoking, right, you could be counted as distracting while driving if it causes an accident, if you're smoking while driving. But when you really think about it, if you smoke and then drive, it's not going to give you any consequences um, and any extra charges or consequences if if you you smoke cigarettes, if you smoke pot, then you will. Right. Right. If you do, because that's. Exactly, exactly. And that's why I think it's a liability, and especially in big cities because of how many people and cars there are. That's why I don't think it's as common in big cities as like smaller places and smaller towns. David, which one did you find most interesting? Honestly, normally I don't say all of them I would choose, but in this case, actually all of them. I think the fact that weed is legal is insane. I think the fact that Eiffel Tower was originally supposed to be built there is insane. And I also think the fact that it has the sixth busiest cruise port in the world is insane. So in the biggest in Europe. So I would, if I had to choose though, I would probably choose, especially because we made an episode about France and the Eiffel Tower. I would probably choose the fact that the Eiffel Tower was originally supposed to be made in Barcelona. That would probably, or, excuse me, supposed to be put in Barcelona. That would probably be my most interesting fact, but I really loved all of them. And David, I I found all three of those things interesting, but what we haven't addressed yet in this episode is the type of place that they can go in Spain for people who really enjoy partying and having constant fun on their vacations. So the town free, I think it's pronounced free Heliade, Frihiliana is for you. So every year at the end of August, there is a large festival that is super fun. And it is made to celebrate the diversity with of the town slash city with food and several parties. So another really cool thing that I found out about this celebration is that they have a tapas crawl, which is basically where they you pay two, I think two euros. Y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, two euro, which is like three US dollars. And you can go around. Exactly. It's nothing. And you go around restaurant to restaurant with a group trying different types of authentic Spanish foods. And when I say Spanish, I don't mean like every type of country that speaks Spanish has different foods. Mexico is different than Bolivia. Bolivia is different than Costa Rica. So yeah, you try different types of Spain, Spanish foods. And it's really, really cool. And it's just really fun because you're part of a group. And so you always know where you're going, but the food still get to surprise you because it's really, really interesting. So in my opinion, David, I think that sounds incredible. And if I had the choice, I would definitely do that, especially considering how cheap it is. Yeah. So Aaron, what, I mean, I find that very interesting for two reasons, both reasons. Number one, I think the fact that, you know, you get to go with the group and try different like types of foods, especially in Spain. That's really interesting. But the fact that it's only $3 now, that's insane. I mean, can you believe that? I think that's incredible, David. And I, I still can't get over the fact of how cheap the food or the tapas crawl is because I think it is so incredible that you can get that much food for such a little amount. But as 
Another amazing place for young people who really like to party is Puerto de la Cruz. So it is a very fun and cool coastal city. And it has several luxury or luxurious and non-luxurious hotels and resorts. So they're really known to have incredible black volcanic sand, which if you want to, you can look it up, David. It's called Puerto de la Cruz in Spain, and they have black volcanic sand on their beaches. And the reason I find that so interesting is because I've seen pink sand. We went to Bermuda. We saw pink sand. I've seen gorgeous white sand. And near our hometown, it, near Houston, there's Galveston, which is disgusting. Ugly sand. Like, Don't even talk about <laughs> Ugly sand. Ugly sand. <laughs> I've seen all types, but I've never seen black sand. And I find that really, really interesting. And not only that, the water quality there is supposed to be gorgeous. And it is perfect. The surf there is perfect for surfing. And it's super popular at that destination. So, David, which part of that do you think is most interesting? Do you think that the volcanic sand is the coolest? Do you think that the water quality is the coolest? Or you, do you think that you would like the luxury resorts most? I would say the luxury resorts. Um but it's really interesting because I've seen obviously really pretty white sand. I've seen Galveston sand, which is really ugly. I have seen pink sand again, Bermuda. And I actually, in Iceland, I believe I saw black sand, which was insane. And also I've gotten like a lava soap before where it's like a black soap. The soap is bar uh -huh. soap, but it's black. And it's actually made out of like volcanic lava, which is oh, really, cool. really cool. Um, but that's that's awesome, Aaron. That it's actually like volcanic rock. I, I found yeah. that really interesting. Yeah, I think it's because, as I said, I still think it's amazing that there's black sand because I didn't even know that existed before I we did the research for this episode. So, David, can you tell us a little bit about Madrid, Spain? Yeah, yeah. So, um, that is actually Madrid is actually I believe the capital of Spain, right? Yes. Um, so if you are there in Madrid, you must visit um, the Plaza Mayor. It's um, M-A-Y-O-R, like mayor of a city. That's how it's pronounced, the Plaza Mayor. So this is a beautiful plaza, and it has 300, excuse me, 237 balconies facing the center of the square. Um, if I were you, what I would do in this center is get some great food and a beer when I turn 21, obviously. <laughs> um, something else that's insane, and I think that's the coolest thing about this beautiful, breathtaking place, is that it actually used to be the home of public executions and bullfights. A lot of other stuff, too. This was all during the 17th century. Something else that, if you're in Spain, you must visit is pronounced the Alhambra, and it's looking over the city of Granada. Granada. Now, imagine a palace combined, combined with some creepiness, but it's all around beautiful. That's pretty much this is. It's a place with gorgeous marble baths, long halls, and creepy chambers. I think they're creepy. Um, and if you're here, you pretty much have to take a tour. And a lot of people call it the eighth wonder of the world because that's how pretty it is. And this is a must do because it's just, it's just awesome. Aaron, what would you rather do? Would you rather go to this palace chamber or would you rather go to this square, this town square, where they actually used to do public executions and bullfights? I think that's awesome. 
I find that really, really interesting. Public executions and bullfights are really, really cool. And I knew, obviously, that they used to be really, really popular. Like 500 years ago, that would have been a great combination uh, for ancient Spaniards who used to live there. But yeah, David, I think that's what I find the most interesting is public executions. Obviously, I'm not like, oh, that's amazing, public executions. But I still think that's the most interesting fact that you mentioned because it's just, it was the fact that it's so common. It was so common everywhere around the world. And it still actually is common in the U.S. and death penalty states like where we live in Texas. Like public execution is still common, which is really weird to think about. Still common? Aaron, they don't do public execution. Oh, yeah, you can see people, uh, you can see people, So in some states, you can see people in the lethal injection, like family members and stuff like that. It's not like- Oh, well, public. that's not, that's right, not right, public right. It's execution. Not like, no, it's not public execution as in you're showing people to show off you killing somebody. What I mean by that is it's public execution in the sense that you're killing somebody like on death row or something like that in front of their family or something like that. So it's not like, it's- it's not voluntary, but you know what I mean. The family. So it's not public, yeah. Right. And then right, it's right. also very different because lethal injection is humane, uh-huh. unlike they probably cut off their heads. Uh huh. Although mean, I'm sure, just... I'm sure cutting off somebody's head is a lot faster and less painful than lethal <laughs> injection. <laughs> the only pain you feel during lethal injection is the shot, because then you fall asleep and then they stop your heart. Really quickly <laughs> to think about, but like Sean DeGigi Shishinday, look him up. <laughs> I'm kidding. His name is, I think, Robert Haskell, but he's kind of weird. He died right now. It's not normally it wouldn't be funny, but he 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 did. It's the name that's funny. So it's the name that's funny. So it's the name he called it. Sean. He he, he he named himself a fake name. Sean DeGigi Shishinday. God, he's so weird. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can laugh think- about that all day. Okay, but Aaron, but if you were to choose though to go to like, so so you would choose right the plaza. I would choose uh-huh. the plaza too. Yeah, I, I completely I agree, and I think it's really really interesting because as I said, there's it's not common. Obviously, like the same form isn't common anymore, but you know it's still it still happens. And I think it's really interesting how it happened and it's evolved over the course of a century or several centuries to be what it is now from hanging somebody slash cutting off their head to lethal injection. And it's really interesting to me. So yeah, I would definitely choose Mufasa. Uh-huh. Me too. Especially, I, I hate to like keep repeating ourselves, but as you said, the public execution, that would definitely be the reason that would most, most draw me because to learn about its history And just so y'all know, I am going to put this episode as an explicit episode. We're not saying any bad words or anything, but we are talking about drugs and uh, killing. So, yeah. Okay, Aaron, you can uh, talk. Absolutely. So, La Palma is a super interesting island in Spain. And unlike uh, Puerto de la Cruz, which is what we talked about earlier, La Palma has a lot of, I'm sorry, La Palma has a lot of long-term great vacation spots. So, for example, they have amazing luxury houses, which I know we like to do whenever we stay in a place for longer than a week. We like to rent out a house instead of stay in a hotel because at that point it just becomes unpractical to stay in a hotel for over a week. But for some people, that's just your personal choice. And they also have a bunch of really nice resorts that you can stay in there. So they... Not only do they have beautiful houses and luxury resorts there, but they have beautiful waters and beaches. 
So yeah, I, I, I mean, if you don't, do you mind if I just talk really yeah, fast? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I think that's really interesting. Like, I agree that it's your choice, but also I, I agree with you that like, if you're there for over a week, you should probably stay at a house. That's my opinion. But especially if you're at a beach, like if you're like at beach or whatever, even if I'm there for less than a week, that is probably, or an island, that's probably like the one thing I would want to um, actually always stay at a house because it makes it probably a lot easier, you know, getting from the beach and stuff like that. Yeah, I completely agree with you, David. So not only that, what makes this location very unique is their beautiful hiking and mountain biking places. So unlike many other islands, they actually have hiking and they have a large mountain, which is really, really interesting. So a great place for tourists who like authentic experiences is La Palma. And I really think it's a fantastic place. If y'all would like to, y'all can look it up for yourselves and see all of the incredible activities. So David, which part do you find most desirable? Would you rather swim and go to a nice beach resort, something like that? Or would you want to go mountain biking or hiking on the mountain in La Palma? That's actually really funny because they're two different, two totally, totally separate things. But they're also like two of my favorite things in the world, like luxury houses Uh slash beach resorts and biking especially mountain biking those are like my two favorite things yet they're like opposites so i mean it's really crazy so i would probably say both um yeah same david yeah you would say both too yeah david i really couldn't choose between them because i know we both love mountain biking and we've done it in the memorial park trails in houston together recently which was really really fun but i also really really am a fan of beach resorts and stuff like that and that that really does sound desirable to me as well. But another thing that we haven't quite talked about yet, other than, I mean, we have talked about Madrid, which is the capital of Spain, and we have talked about it, and it is a large city, but we haven't really talked about a super large city like New York and Miami. And even though Madrid is humongous, and it actually kind of looks like Amsterdam. It also has historic buildings, like David said. There's a bunch of other cities in Spain that are quite similar to Madrid. And not only that, as David, I think, mentioned earlier in the episode, Barcelona is also very, very interesting because, as you all know, when they've hosted the World Cup several times, as you probably know, and it's very, it's a great place for sports enthusiasts and soccer enthusiasts to go to because of the amazing World Cups that they've had there and other stuff like that. And not only that, they also have great public transportation and taxis there. And Barcelona is also a great place for young adults to go partying. Not only that, they have amazing hotels. So David, what do you like most about Barcelona? Definitely the beaches uh, and the history. Um, and also the, um, the architecture there is a beautiful, beautiful architecture. Y'all can look it up. Yeah, I, I honestly love it. Um, now the coolest thing about Spain, in my opinion, is this thing that I'm about to tell you all about. In Spain, there's this place, right? And it's an insane, futuristic-like location. Now, it's called the City of Arts and Sciences, Ciudad de las Artes y las Ciencias. This is a futuristic construction that's over 
1.24 miles. Now, within this kind of futuristic location, there's a science museum where they have a beautiful art gallery, several types of plants, and an IMAX theater. And in the science museum, they have an opera house, a performing art center, and Europe's largest aquarium, which has more than 500 marine species. Sorry, I'm like really slow because I'm trying to process all this information. Like as I'm reading, like, wow, art gallery types of plants, IMAX, I honestly can't even keep track. That's why I was really slow just now. Um, now, another gorgeous, gorgeous place in Spain is called the Balearic, Balearic, B-A-L-E-A-R-I-C, Islands. Now, I don't really need to describe this. There's no words necessary. I could go into so much detail about, oh, this is so pretty, blah, 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 blah. But we can't film this stuff forever. So just look it up, Balearic Islands, and you will know what I mean by I don't have time. Like, it, it's just so pretty that I'm not, like, depriving you guys of information. There's not, like, important information I need to tell y'all. But, like, it would just be, you know, the drill. So just look it up, and it's gorgeous. Mm. And you'll know why I don't need to go into detail about it. Uh but you know what we haven't talked about yet, David? We have we've talked about big cities, what? coastal regions. You know, oh, we haven't you know, talked about the one thing that's most important. Yes, David. Oh, first of all, oh, you're probably gonna say canals. Oh god. But my, <laughs> you know what, my but you know what we have talked about? Yes. Sean Day. Very <laughs> weird guy. Who, uh, he's dead. I'm happy he's dead. I'm really happy he's dead. He's killed the whole family. I'm not trying to sound like rude or whatever, but he's killed too many people that I would be sad. (laughs) You're talking about a guy who was high up on El Chapo's drug cartel, but (laughs) (laughs) but no, I'm serious. He he actually was high on El Chapo's, and he had a wife who came from who who came from Italy who wanted to come Uh marry him. By the way, Um, (laughs) but by the way, his real name, yeah, Death Row. His real name is very boring. It's like Robert Haskell, but he he named himself. Sean 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 No, no, I can't name it. Sean Dejiji Shishinde. Shaw's. I thought it was Shaw's. Yeah, he, he was kind of crazy. He thought he was like on. He thought he was like Native American or something. <laughs> He's really stupid. Sean Shishinde. <laughs> okay, okay, but it. As I was about to say, the one thing that we haven't actually talked in about our episode that is most important is for our history geek listeners. So, this place in Spain called Seville, Spain has a super great and historic landmark. And not only that- Is this anything like history in school? Because if it is, this sucks. No, Okay, continue. (laughs) And it has places like Alcazar Castle and Plaza de Toros. And Plaza de España is a great landmark known for the incredible architecture and history. It also has canals. I'm pausing there for one second just to let y'all sink, just to let this sink in. You can boat through the canals, and I really, really enjoy boating, and so I think that's a great thing for people to do. And I also think that everything about this entire place is incredible. So, David, what did you think? Uh, I think that's true, but also, Erin, I don't know what what's up with this whole canal thing, right? It's like... <laughs> canals the the canals in where in france canals in amsterdam canals in italy canals in london canals where are we talking about now (laughs) spain every single place we've talked about is i I don't know that's kind of funny canals Um, are very important everywhere yeah very very (laughs) important um so guys 
thank you again. This is our second episode trying our new approach to um, our outlines where we still give you all equally as much information as we did before, but we're also kind of making it more conversation-like and funnier, which we like. Uh-huh. Um, so thank you so much for listening about of our episode all about Spain. And until next time, this was The Chocolate House.